this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of the Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody, get in here. Welcome back to the Sean Yankee Show. I am Sean, and you are in the right place at the right time. It is Monday night, and that means a brand new week of shows here at the Sean Yankee Show. But we start every week with hindsight news. I go through the news media, and I put together a news segment for you guys, some things we need to talk about and go over, and we go over all of that. But we look at it with honesty and integrity. So that's what's going to be different from any other news that you've ever seen. The other thing will be different about it is I'm not a professional journalist. But I'm going to do my best to tell you the truth about what I saw in the news today. And that's what we do every Monday. So that's what I got for you tonight. But as always, we can discuss literally anything and everything that you want. So settle in and remember to like and share. You must get this out. Please like and share. Smash them shits wherever you're at. Hit like, rumble if you're on rumble, and then share this out and comment. Take part in the discussion. This is a discussion-driven chat show. I have a plan and a theme, but I don't really know where we're going to end up. It always depends on you guys, so take part in the show. And if you can, please support this show and help us to grow and continue to keep doing this for you every night of the week. And you can find many ways to do that at theshawnyankyshow.com under the Support Us tab. And we'll talk about another great way to do that later on in the show. I got something else I want to show you, something new. But it's news night. And there's a lot of news to squeeze in to the show tonight. So a lot of it didn't make the actual news segment. We're going to talk about a little bit of that right now, briefly. And we can get back to this later if you guys want to. But the Biden administration is now calling for the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court, to block the the Texas anti-abortion law. The Biden administration has called on the U.S. Supreme Court to block the implementation of the new law 
that bans abortion after six weeks of pregnancy. And the Justice Department is seeking to block the measure from going into effect while the fight over its constitutionality continues in the courts. And it has been in effect since September, absent a 48-hour period ordered by a district court. But the Biden administration is looking to overturn that. And then Southwest Airlines workers are still taking a stand. And I think the company is backing down even. But protests against the mandates with the vaccine were taking place outside the firm's headquarters today. Hundreds of demonstrators held signs that read, terminate the mandate, freedom, not force, no jabs for jobs, and uh, made a good showing, really stood up against what's going on. I love seeing all these people stand up and people are backing down, you know. They're using the my body, my choice, with which a lot of the left is actually shooting down. It's weird how it's your body, your choice, unless we're talking about the medical experiment, which they're incredibly brainwashed about. But Delta Airlines is kind of backing down already. They haven't reached a point where their unions are standing up to this shit. They're getting there, but they're trying to back down, but it's kind of a shitty back down. So they're backing down on it, but he's not. their CEO is not mentioning that a major part of the new arrangement is going to be to encourage the employees to get vaccinated or face a $200 a month surcharge on their health insurance costs. So he said in a memo to the employees that the surcharge is going to be necessary to address the financial risk of the decision to not vaccinate in order to protect themselves from the fees. So that's how they're justifying it. But $200 more in insurance costs if you don't want to vaccinate at Delta. So I bet they still get a strike. And a Chicago museum has fired all of its mostly white female financially well-off docents because of lack of diversity. The Art Institute of Chicago fired all of its trained volunteers and guides last month who were mostly older white women to diversify its team. So there we go. So all these people that knew all about these exhibits and probably gave great tours, they're out of a job now because they were too white. And then I saw a great story. A lot of stories are shitting on Kylie Irving right now. I don't watch sports ball, but as you know, he stood up against the mandates in the NBA and they're not letting him play basketball right now. And he stands to lose his $200 million contract. And why is he doing that? No one's really covering why he's standing up against it. Well, it's not that he's anti-vax. It's that he doesn't believe in the vaccine and he doesn't want those that are voiceless or can't stand up for themselves to not have somebody also standing up with them. So he's standing up against the mandates as well. So the entire thing he's taking a stand for and putting $200 million at risk. I don't even watch sports ball and that impresses me. And all of that didn't make the news. So can you imagine what's in the news? And we got all that to get to tonight and a lot more. I do want to tell you guys about some things coming up with the show. Uh, Friday night, a beam is coming on. I, uh, I was going to attempt the last name, but I don't want to mess it up. And I'll put it in there for you. But he's great. I love watching his streams. He's a really great streamer. And I'm, I'm really excited to have him on on Friday night. So, And then episode 400 of this show is coming up October 26th. And we're going to be celebrating 400 episodes of this show. And I also did an appearance on Danielle St. John's show on Sunday. It was a radio show on Freedomizer Radio. It was very, very cool. I had a great time on the show. And the whole experience went great. 
fantastic show. And you got to check it out. You got to hear it. It was a very good discussion. A lot of great stuff was talked about, you know. There was a little drama, a little bit of hurt feelings. Some people didn't like being disagreed with. But hurt feelings over difficult truths is something you're going to deal with. It's just going to happen. And it's really the only way that we can evolve as a person and grow is to realize maybe we're wrong. You know, take another look at what we're doing in a different approach and try to come at it a different way. You know, it's the definition of insanity to keep doing what you're doing over and over again, expecting different results. So right away, if you're not changing and evolving, you're already doing something wrong. So you need to grow. You need to evolve. And when you're confronted with information you may find disturbing or you, you can't process right away, maybe take some time and think about it, you know, work it over in your mind. When you're misunderstanding a situation, it's best to get a grip on it before you react. That's all I'm saying. And then we can work together. We can have these difficult discussions. And that's what this show's about. It's not a safe space. There's no topics off limit. I don't even know what we're ever going to discuss. So anything can happen here and usually does. But we always have a great time. Let me say hi to everyone here at the live and get us started because we got a lot to do and a lot of show for you guys tonight. So, hey, Lee, how are you? What's up, Lee? Hey, Lolly, Tracy. Babel's in the house. Hey, Babel's. No sound, Lee says. No sound in what? Lolly said, oh, get in here, Joan. Hey, Rose, what's up, Sky? Babel's had sound. Lee is your device, man. Scared me. Don't do that. Hey, Vicky, how are you? What's up, Joan and Paul? That's my partner, Paul. Tomorrow morning. We have a morning show here at the Sean Yankee Show, and it is the Morning Yank, and it is my favorite thing in the world. I absolutely love doing that show. Every Tuesday morning, I get to hang out with my best friend, Paul, and we have a great time having a discussion, and we cover all kinds of stuff, man. We segue beautifully from topic to topic. We usually work 37 topics in every show, but it's a morning show. We have fun, but it's geared towards our audience, you know? So that's 10 a.m. tomorrow morning will be live and you can't be late. You can't be late to this one either. If you're watching later on, please take part. Say hi. Let me know you were here. Let me know what you think about anything we discuss and anything that comes up during the show. I want to hear from you guys. You guys are part of this. Hey, Aaron, how are you? And Craig, what's going on, man? Craig's from Australia, representing Australia. We got some stuff to talk about with that and different things with the restrictions going on around the world too tony's here i haven't seen him yet but somebody said hey tony hey aloha how are you doing i got a couple calls from you on messenger and i was about to block you so it's nice to know you're a real profile but i'm gonna let you know something right away it's a little weird to like the first interaction with somebody just call them on messenger that's all i'm saying and hey tiana how are you and uh let's see i don't want to miss anybody how you doing nora and kaylin you can't be late, Kalen. Cannot be late. Even if you're here on a replay, you are never late. And we go everywhere after the show. We go up as a podcast. We're up on Anchor Podcast, which puts us out to Spotify, Google Podcasts, lots of different places. You can find us everywhere. And it's even better as a podcast. The show, because your imagination can run wild, you know. You start making pictures in your mind and changes the whole experience. I'm trying to get the show up. So I can know if the audio goes buggy during the news. I got some new tricks I want to try out with you guys tonight during our news segment. Some stuff I'm going to try. I'm 
trying to get fancier and, you know, bring some more polish to the show and what we do here. And because uh, I really want to see it grow. I really want to see it do well. And I'm going to do all I can to make sure that happens. Couldn't find us on Sunday, Nora says. The links are on my timeline on Facebook. That's the best way to find any links you want, really. I share everything having to do with the show to my timeline. So that's a good central place. You can find the link to the show. I made an edit of the appearance and just took one little section on unity and division, put that out for everybody. It's about an hour long. It's real good discussion on unity and division. That's on our Rumble channel. You can find that, but also on my timeline and uh, all of it, actually, anything on my timeline on Facebook. Great place. Find everything. But don't fall in love with Facebook, guys. We got to leave. We got to go somewhere else. I recommend Gab, and I will give you the link to my Gab. It's actually in the description. I started adding it to the description. We got to move. Got to get out of here. Keep these connections alive, but not here. It's not a good place here. Hey, Diane, thank you. I appreciate you, Aaron. I appreciate all you guys, all your help, all your support, everything you do to help us. And, and, and we've grown so much with your help, and we'll get where we're going with your help. And it's all because of you guys. Kaylin says that she's doing all her papers in my new desk area tomorrow during the show. Can't wait. Mom's stuff has landed from storage, so she's got her show planned out tomorrow. It's going to be a great one tomorrow. We're going to work on being honest with ourselves, looking at hard truths about ourselves, analyzing ourselves, and helping to grow as a person, whether it be accepting new and different ideas, understanding different concepts, just evolving, changing. By being honest with yourself, by having honest conversations and accepting uncomfortable truths, people can't seem to do that. They are very stuck on that. So we're going to work on that tomorrow. That's something we need to work on. That's what we do on Tuesdays. We work on us. Motivation. So come back tomorrow night for that. But tonight is news. We got a big news segment to do. I got a lot of notes for our news tonight. There is something I do want to show you before we get started with news. And... Uh, you know, we do the merch. We have a merch store. We have our own merchandise for this show. 17 now different T-shirts that express your feelings, your love for the show, and start great conversations. So check this out. This is a new commercial I made for it. And then we'll talk a little bit about that, and we'll get started with the news. Hey, let me talk to you for a second. Do you love sweet looking, clever t-shirts that start up conversations? Do you love stickers? Stickers. When you drink your coffee, do you use a mug? Do you love these shows and want to do all that you can to help support them? Well, I have the answer to all of your needs at the Sean Yankee Show merch store. Our merchandise store is a great way to support our shows and get our message out there. Buy yourself a hundred stickers and place them in random places. Give everyone you know the Sean Yankee Show merchandise for Christmas. Stock your wardrobe with our shirt collection in every color. Support our show. Visit the merch store today. 
I visited Facebook while that was playing and they're dragging the sound. That is something they do to suppress and throttle us. I'll assure you guys, when we go up as a podcast, you'll see none of those shenanigans. Everything is recorded beautifully. I know they mess with the live feeds, but on replays even, it doesn't happen. You don't ever see it happen. During the live though, you can't fucking get around it. I've tried. I've tried everything there is to get around that throttling of the speed of the show. They do all that to drive you guys off, to make it less fun to watch. But fuck them. You know, we do important stuff here. We're not leaving. And Paul says there's a ghost in the background. I don't know what that stuff means, but you guys throw me off real bad with that shit still. You know, we used to have tons of dumpster fires. And every time I see that kind of stuff, a vague negative comment, I'm like, what's what's going on? Are we live? Did something happen? Uh, what What's going on? I don't know. I panic. Yeah, they're dragging the sound. They do that, man. Even I noticed it. Roseanne says, trying to learn contract law, but it's hard for her to understand all of it. No, you don't even need to, man. What, what needs to happen is people need to be experts in their areas, and that's great. But they need to be open to fucking explaining shit to people, helping inform them. And those that aren't, they're not doing anything of value. They're just doing entertainment. Those that are, you're helping move the discussion forward. You're helping people learn, helping people evolve, helping us grow, helping us fight better. You can't really shit on people for not being able to fight if you didn't fucking teach them how. So that's what we're going to do. That's where you'll find that. Us working on ways to be letter, better leaders and better guides of what's going on moving forward. And, and you know, do our best to do fight for good. Hey, Danielle, I was just talking about the appearance on your show and the conversations that we had. There was really neat stuff. I got, I had to pay for Skype. You know, you got to call into that show and I had to pay for internet phone so I could use my fancy equipment. So I did and pay for a month of Skype, but I think I can use that. I think we can do phone calls tomorrow morning on the Yank. We're going to try it anyway. Taking phone calls, we're going to attempt it. So I will give you guys a phone number tonight. There'll be something go up after the show on the Morning Yank page on Facebook. Find this there. And I'll tell you how to call in. And we're going to try phone calls on the Morning Yank for the first time ever tomorrow. And take a shot at that. See how that works. That was great on her show. Talking to these phone callers and getting different views from people is awesome. Really great conversations. So that's awesome. I like that. I like that format, you know. And just hearing from different people and just the idea of callers from everywhere and open to all these different views. It's really neat. I had a great time. It was fun. Aaron says he is self. If I have to explain, then there's no freedom. I get it. I get what you're saying there, man. <clears throat> I understand you. Yes, one in every color. Our t-shirts are amazing. All of them. We got a brand new one celebrating Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. You guys want to support Brandon, right? Go get your shirt at the Sean Yankee Show. You can get short sleeve, long sleeve, hoodie. I got all of them in all kinds of different ways to get them in all kinds of different colors. You could wear all Sean Yankee Show merch. And you would not only be stylish, but I would love you for it. Any support of this show means the world to me, by the way. If you can support us, please do. And, and I love that. It really is what pushes me to go forward. And it is what helps us to continue. You know, this ain't free. Doing it even at the level that we're doing it. It's not to be like this and to be fancy as we are. It's expensive. So any help is very, very much appreciated. 
And I want to thank anybody who has ever helped us out at the show and supports this show. You guys are the reason we keep going. And you will be what drives us forward and helps us reach our goals. But I do have a new segment made for you guys. I'm easing my way into it because I'm nervous. I'm trying new stuff. I got a lot more production in the news tonight. A lot more stuff I am going to try. So I do have the phone here in case we have audio problems because I got some video I want to show you guys and stuff like that to go over during the news. <clears throat> hey, Babels. But we're getting ready to start that right now. So I have a news segment made for you guys that we're going to go over and discuss. And then afterwards, we can talk about absolutely anything you want. I just realized I didn't have it up and ready. See, already dumpster fire, but, you know, it's okay. There it is. There's my news right there. So now you know what that looks like. I just realized I was screen sharing. Prematurely, but, you know, it's okay. Because I'll let it all that out. Then. The news will be clipped up nice and neat and go up later as a video on Rumble by itself, just a news segment. So please share that out. If you like the news segment tonight, share that information out and get that out with people and help it to be seen. I would really appreciate that. That would mean a lot to me. So I want to show you this. I made a new intro for our news. Check this out and we will get started with the news segment. So the loudest chant yet of Let's Go Brandon was just heard at a sports ball game. The country is loving Brandon. You know, they cannot get enough Brandon. And it's fantastic what's going on with him because everybody's so excited. We're all so happy for how great he's doing and how well things are going for Brandon. You know, of course, everybody's screaming, fuck Joe Biden. Everybody hears that. Everybody knows and the loudest chant yet was recorded at that game. And so one I just played for you, I'm going to play it for you here again in a second. Nobody likes the most powerful, popular elected president of all time, by the way. Nobody. You know, he's not popular at all. It's not going over well. But they don't care about that. They're not concerned with that. They want to tell you they're saying, let's go, Brandon. I'm going to let you hear it one more time. I got a bunch more to cover with you guys. But... So Colin Powell passed away, and uh, anytime someone dies, it's awful, it's tragic, you know, life was lost, and I'm not going to shit on him, but I really don't like him being celebrated as a hero either, I don't think we should lie about the man, you know, highly decorated military hero, but also a war criminal, I mean, let's be completely honest. And he'll be celebrated and all of the negative in his life will be swept under the rug and we'll just act like it never happened. Like Bush today was talking about how Colin Powell was a great public servant, starting with his time as a soldier during Vietnam. And I'm sure that he was. And he says he was such a favorite of presidents that he earned the Presidential Medal of Freedom twice. All great. Very nice. But what he did in a political stance I'm very disturbed by it. I have a lot of problems with it, and a lot of death was caused by it. 
And that needs to be included in the discussion. I know it's kind of morbid to say that about somebody's legacy right when they die, but people tend to forget it all, you know, and act like it didn't happen. But you are seeing coverage of it and people talking about it. And I'm just saying that's not a bad thing. We're not, and I'm not shitting on him. I'm not taking anything away. You know, like George Bush just said there, he's highly decorated. He gave his life to the country. I just don't like what he did with his political career. You know, I'm against that. I have a problem with that because what he did with that was feed the military industrial complex who President Eisenhower tried to warn us about. Many people have tried to warn us about and they guide and control our foreign policy and, and this country even, you know, they're in control of us and they, they're just an unstoppable force and all they want is war and death. And he helped sell that, he helped promote it, he helped push it, he helped it to happen. And we all watched him. He sold the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq story when it was a complete lie. They had made that up. They wanted to go to war. And that's what they always do. And that's what he helped to do. So, you know, just important to remember that and be realistic as they celebrate him as a hero. You know, that's all I'm saying. Because the United States foreign policy is terrible. You know, we have an awful track record. And the things that we're responsible for globally make people hate us you know you wonder why these people hate the united states or why people when they travel to other countries will tell them they're canadian or something they don't want to admit they're from the united states and deal with all the drama because we're a piece of shit on the global stage mostly because of our war machine and china it looks like they're auditioning to be the new united states to take over at least as far as the media portrayal goes and the propaganda machine goes, that's what they're trying to make you believe anyway. I got a short thing I'm going to show you, but they're hyping it up. They're talking about all this, like China's a threat now. We got to be worried about China. And then China's testing this new hypersonic missile that supposedly circled the globe. You know, and I don't believe in that. I think it's all propaganda, but it's very interesting. They're pushing this. They're talking about this. Most of the media is just to get you ready for stuff to prepare you for shit they already want to do, shit they already have planned and in motion. That's what it's for. So what are they doing, man? What are they getting ready for? What are they preparing you for? China secretly bullshit? tests Earth-circling, nuclear-capable hypersonic missile. China has tested a new space capability with a hypersonic missile, the Financial Times reported on Saturday. The report, citing multiple sources familiar with the test, said Beijing in August launched a nuclear-capable missile that circled the Earth at low orbit before descending toward its target, which three sources said it missed by over 20 miles, 32 kilometers. FT sources said the hypersonic glide vehicle was carried by a Long March rocket, launches of which it usually announces, though the August test was kept under wraps. The report added that China's progress on hypersonic weapons caught U.S. intelligence by surprise. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby said he would not comment on the specifics of the report, but added, We have made clear our concerns about the military capabilities China continues to pursue, capabilities that only increase tensions in the region and beyond. That is one reason why we hold China as our number one pacing challenge. Along with China, the United States, Russia, and at least five other countries are working on hypersonic technology. Hypersonic missiles, like traditional ballistic missiles which can deliver nuclear weapons, can fly at more than five times the speed of sound. But ballistic missiles fly high into space in an arc to reach their target, while a hypersonic flies on a trajectory low in the atmosphere, 
potentially reaching a target more quickly. So they're hyping it up with that propaganda video. We played a propaganda video from China last week about training for a beach invasion, you know, trying to scare you that they're coming for you. That one looked like paintball tryouts, but that was official Chinese propaganda, man. That's the good stuff. You know, they're really hyping this. They're hyping a potential war with China and a new world superpower. And as we cover all the time, as far as that goes, the globalists don't give a shit who's on top. So maybe, maybe, you know, uh, we happen to have the military right now that is scattered around the globe. So I don't know how they transfer that. Does China just get all our bases? Do we do what we did in Afghanistan and just walk away from them all and give them to the Chinese? It wouldn't even fucking surprise me at this point because nothing does. But they're doing something with this. There's an agenda behind it. You know, I believe it's all theater on the global stage. A lot of people do believe there's globalists and nationalists. And they think there's this whole war going on. And two teams trying to run the world. I I don't know. I think that's a lot of bullshit. I think it's one. And I think they already run it. And they already own it all. And they already control it all. And this is theatrics for us. So what are they doing here? What do you think? I'm going to come check with you after. But. As you guys know, we've been dealing with all this bullshit. We talked about it a little bit in the pre-news before we started the news about the mandates, the, the vaccine stuff, all this nonsense, this garbage that we've been dealing with on a daily basis. And we know what's going on. We understand what's happening. But it's now being reported, not very much, but a little bit more what this really is. And that is a pandemic of the vaccinated. It is being proven in more and more studies that the vaccine is what is causing these mutations and what's causing it to continue to spread so rapidly. You know, and this story does a great job of exposing a particular study done by a Yale professor. But, you know, this is happening. This is what's happening. We know this, and that's what we've been talking about too. And Harvey Reich, MD, PhD, a lot of numbers in his name, Yale professor of epidemiology a uh, hard word i need to get better at those anyways he says the unvaccinated should be afraid of the vaccinated they are just as infected in fact maybe more infected if vaccinated people are infected so it is well known that it is the vaccinated people that generate the mutant strains and not the unvaccinated people it's them <laughs> They put it in themselves. They lined up for it, begged for it, pleaded for it. And now they've got it and they want everybody to have it, but we're not going to. So we're going to stand against it. And the Amish, this story has to do with the Amish, who kind of have been a case study on control group the whole time, you know, but the media has been ignoring that. This story I'm going to show you or clips from anyway is covering how the Amish, as you already knew, weren't going along with this shit, never did. So they have been living their life as normal and got herd immunity, were the first to reach herd immunity, in fact, and no one talked about it or said Lancaster a word. Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Check Thousands this out. of families lead lives largely separate from modern America. The Amish are a Christian group that emphasizes the virtuous over the superficial. They don't usually drive, use electricity, or have TVs. And during the COVID-19 outbreak, they became subjects in a massive social and medical experiment. So it's safe to say there was a whole different approach here in this community when coronavirus broke out Absolutely. than many other places. Absolutely. 
Calvin Lapp is Amish Mennonite. There's three things the Amish don't like, and that's government. They won't get involved in government. They don't like the public education system. They won't send their children to education, and they, they also don't like the health system. Uh, they, they rip us off. Those are three things that we feel like we're fighting against all the time. Well, those three things are all part of what COVID is. After a short shutdown last year, the Amish chose a unique path that led to COVID-19 tearing through at warp speed. It began with an important religious holiday in May. When they take communion, they, 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 they dump their wine into a cup and they take turns to drink out of that cup. So you go the whole way down the line and everybody drinks out of that cup. So if one person has coronavirus, the rest of the church is gonna get coronavirus. First time they went back to church, everybody got coronavirus. Lapp says they weren't denying coronavirus, they were facing it head on. It's the worst thing to quit working than dying. But to shut down and say that we can't go to church, we can't get together with family, we can't see our old people in the hospital, we gotta quit working, you're working, it's going completely against everything that we believe. And you're changing our culture completely to try to act like they wanted us to act last year. And we're not going to do it. Good. Steve Good. Nolt is a scholar on Amish and Mennonite culture and Mennonite himself. He's studying Amish news publications to analyze community-wide trends. So are you saying as of about May of 2020, things kind of went back to normal in the Amish community? Yeah, it's kind of by, by, by the middle of May, it's sort of like back to a typical behavior again. By May. That also meant avoiding hospitals. I know of some cases in which Amish people like refused to go to the hospital, even when they were very sick, because if they went there, they wouldn't be able to have visitors. And it was more important to be sick, even very sick at home, uh, and have the ability to have uh, some people around you than to go to the hospital and be isolated. Then last March, remarkable news. The Lancaster County Amish were reported to be the first community to achieve herd immunity, meaning a large part of the population had been infected with COVID-19 and become immune. One thing's clear, there's no evidence of any more deaths among the Amish than in places that shut down tight. Some claim there were fewer here. That's without masking, staying at home, or another important measure. Did most of the community, at least the adults, get the COVID-19 vaccine? Again, we don't have uh, data on that, but um, I, I think it's uh, pretty clear that, um, that in percentage terms, uh, relatively few did. Well, we're glad all the English people got their COVID vaccines. <laughs> That's great, because now we can do, we don't have to wear a mask, we can do what we want. So good for you, thank you. We appreciate it. We, us, no, we're not getting vaccines. Of course not. We all got the COVID. So why, why would you get a vaccine? Exactly. Why would you get a vaccine when you have natural immunity? Their community has had it since May. They passed around a cup at communion. Everybody drank from it and the whole church got sick. They had a chicken pox party. That's how they dealt with it. And they got on with life. They didn't stop their economy. They kept selling goods. They kept doing everything, working every day. You know, like he was saying, you know, that's what matters. You're giving up your freedom. You're giving up your liberty. They're taking a stand. That's proof that we can. You know, we can fight back against what's happening and people are doing it. So we need to focus on that. We need to remove our consent. That's what we need to do. We must do. 
in order to protect ourselves as best we can from what's happening and what could be coming. You know, it may not be as bad as I think, and I hope it isn't. But if it is, we got to take responsibility. We got to take ownership and we have to inform people how to fight, teach them and lead them and guide them towards what's right and a way to stop this, a way to fight back against it and show them how. You know, because it's not really their fault that they fell victim to this, just like it wasn't yours. You know, you have been lied to on a massive scale. It's a lot to unpack. So we need to help them, help them find their way. Those that will listen and can see the cattle, they're gone. But thanks for watching this news segment. And we'll see you next week with another episode of Hindsight News. That was our news, guys. And it looks like we lost VK during. So we got kicked on VK during the news. I don't know why. Uh, StreamYard looks like it's uh, StreamYard's still going. Rumble's still going. It looks like Facebook is still going, judging by the comment section. Thank you, Danielle. I appreciate that. I tried some new tricks, made some fancy little adjustments. You know, I hope that went well and worked out. I hope you guys were able to see everything good, you know. Working out some kinks, trying some new things, always evolving the show and trying to make it better. Aloha says they don't believe in the entities paying for the science. Well, we don't either. I don't know what they're talking about there. I'm trying to catch up with you guys. I was doing the news segment. Hopefully the audio and everything worked good. So i think it did i was watching on the phone as much as i could but that distracts me i need the two screens you know i need the matrix style setup that's what i need joan says that her church gave everybody communion on real bread and wine off the same little spoon out of the same little chalice you guys had a chicken pox party too awesome that is awesome paul vk is more censored than facebook that's a bunch of bullshit, uncensored platform. You're not going to tell me that's a weak signal or some shit, whatever nonsense they'll try to explain it with. How often do we get kicked on VK? That's like the eighth time we've been there for like two months. But we'll be up everywhere uh, for all the VK people. You'll catch us as a podcast, the whole thing complete. After the show, it's going to go up there on, on uh, Anchor, and it'll be out to Google Podcasts, Spotify, catch it all those places. You know, whatever they kick us. J uh, Rumble is supposed to be the uncensored platform. Hey, Josh, good to see you, man. You had your last day yet? Josh is making a change in his life, moving on to bigger and better things. So good luck with all of that. And he said that we must all get the jab to protect those who have the jab. And then they got to get double jabbed up too and take twice a week boosters and all that shit. And, you know, a lot of people were talking today that Colin Powell just get his booster, you know. And maybe, who knows, I bet he's double juiced up. They ain't going to talk about that. They won't mention that shit. So who knows? You know, these people have put poison in themselves. And there's just no way of knowing what they've done to themselves. We'll, we'll never really know until it happens. And guess we can talk about the science behind it and, and all that and listen to the science. These scientists I've been listening to are scaring the shit out of me. I don't know about you, but I don't know. We won't know what they've really done to themselves until it all plays out. It's hard to know. And I'm looking for the song Danielle wants to hear. I, she wants to hear the same one she played on our episode. At the beginning of our episode, she played a Let's Go Brandon song. And I don't know if I have the right one. I just found one. And I can play it when we go out. Before we go out, I'll play a little bit of it. Probably not all of it. 
but a little so you can hear because it. it was hilarious the one she played i don't know if i have the right one but aaron said this was great and kept you hooked that's the idea man that's what we're doing but this is a show and it's very important for you guys to support it you got to help support this show and you got to help it be seen you want you got to see the value in it and help it get out there we really depend on you guys for that i share it 50 times but that's about all I can do. I put it all over the internet. I share it about 50 times. Then it's yours. What happens to us then? It's all to you. So you think people need to see this? Get it out. Share it everywhere. You know, I put that in the intro too, just to just to double emphasize it. You got to share this out. You got to get these things out and support independent media because this is the real media now. You know, earlier I said I'm not a real journalist, but I'm going to have to get my shit together because we need somebody to be. We do a news night, so I try hard to do a good job with it and share good news with you and information and have a good discussion with you about what's going on so we can better deal with this shit. But I couldn't do that every day. The news is exhausting, man. Going through the news, I hate it. Jennifer, you're here. You can't be late, though, man. Catch the rewatch. I know you catch a lot of those. And thank you for commenting when you do. I appreciate knowing you stopped by. But, yeah, you can't be late. You're right on time. We're, we're hanging out now. All the fancy stuff's over. It's time to just have fun and have a good discussion about everything we talked about. Josh is kidding, Gerard. Josh is a famous troll. A lot of you don't know, and you haven't seen his trophy collection from trolling online, but I have. It's very impressive, and he's very good at it. He's kidding with you. He's not pro-juice, you know? We, we ban those people at the door. No, I, I actually would love to hear from people that are in favor of this. There's somebody I'm trying to set up a debate with to have a debate about everything that's going on right now because he believes in all of this and he's highly decorated, has about five diplomas on his wall. I'd love to have a debate with him about this and work it out, get to the bottom of why these people believe this shit. You know, not that I think I'm going to change his mind, but maybe something good happens that helps someone else do that discussion. That'd be good. These difficult conversations, though, we got to start having those, these confrontations. But there's a way to do it, man. You can't just attack people because then they'll shut down. You can't talk about nothing. Their defenses go up and, and it's done. Danielle sent it to me in Messenger. Okay, so we'll have the right one when we play it. So we'll play Let's Go Brandon here in a little bit. I'm going to get it ready while we're having our little discussion. But make sure to come back in the morning. The Morning Yank. That is an amazing show. I'm so proud of our morning show, The Morning Yank. Me and Paul... Do that for you guys every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern is the live. And we talk about anything and everything. Paul will definitely bring up Van Halen and how Jackie killed John. Other than that, I'll try to bring a lot of things to talk about and different things to tell him other than that. Well, Danielle, my computer will not load Facebook properly right now during the show. It is actually doing a lot of things, though, in its defense. There's like 10 tabs open, but I can't get in. I can't use my phone. She wants me to play the song for everybody. Good way to hear that song is to check out that episode. She played at the very beginning of that episode when I was on her show. Check that out. And then check out the edit I made with all the meat from our conversation about unity and how to bring people together and how to be better leaders and take ownership of what's going on and responsibility. It was a great conversation. That's on my Rumble channel. So there, there you go. You can get that Let's Go Brandon there. But it's hilarious. It's the fuck Joe Biden, but it's set to music and it's let's go, Brandon. It's very funny. Paul says, as we know, they'll keep rolling out boosters so that nobody will ever be fully jabbed. No, 
you're never going to be done with this. If you're complying in the medical experiment, I muted my mic. It's never over. This medical experiment does not end. This is continual. And it's going to have to be because from what I've been seeing, they're going to be dependent on this. They're going to need it. They will have no immune system and no way to really fight off illness. They're going to be dependent on this. This is their immune system now. And that's best case scenario. I've seen some terrible shit. So who knows what it's going to do. But that that Kylie Irving story, Kyrie Irving, rather, I'm sorry. I don't watch sports ball again. But what do you guys think about that? You know, we were talking about Chappelle walking away from 50 million because of his beliefs, walking away from 200 million dollars. He stands to make 200 million dollars if he just falls in line and he's walking away from it. to Take a stand. Now, that means something to me, even as a non sports ball fan. That's a big stand, especially how he says he's doing it for everybody to be a voice for everyone. And he's personally against it. But, you know, that's much better to me than Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. He's risking his, his livelihood, taking a stand, the ultimate stand. $200 million, a lot more than 50. You guys were impressed with 50. I'm impressed with 200. That's, that's big stuff right there. I love seeing these people, anybody with a huge platform and a voice, take a stand and show people how to take a stand, how to be defiant against this evil and stand against it. That's good. That's what we need to do. That's what we need to focus on. That's what I'm going to focus on. And we're going to talk about that Friday night with a beam. He's coming and we're going to have a great conversation about waking up lions and helping people to be better leaders and, and, and all of that. And it's going to be great because that's what we need to do. We have to take personal ownership and responsibility for this. We can't expect it to get better if we don't. Nothing's going to change if we don't. You know, people think different things and none of you are wrong. That's the important thing. That's another thing people have a lot of trouble with. It's not even that these other people are wrong. They're just doing something different than you. You may not even understand or see the value in, and that don't matter. They're fighting against the evil. They're standing against it in their own way, and that's beautiful. So you don't like it, maybe look away. As long as they're doing the same thing as you, essentially, at the core. And other than that, have discussions. You know, you shouldn't mock or belittle people. Just try to have real discussions to get to the bottom of stuff and actually make progress. Otherwise, you're just wasting time. You know, it's nice and fun and all that, but... It does nothing. John asks, do I think that we should praise Trump for bringing us the COVID-19 and the vaccines? Absolutely not. I consider Trump an enemy of the people, man. I don't shame anybody for liking him or getting sucked into it or buying into it. But I think he is controlled opposition 100%. At this point with him running again, I think it's Bernie Sanders part two for the right. I think they're setting you up big time. I hate to see it. I love a lot of people that are buying into it. But do I think Trump's a hero? Fuck no. He did what every other president does. I think he was kind of the best president in my lifetime, but he didn't go against the establishment agenda in any real way. You know, he did a lot of things, caused a lot of disturbance and made a lot of waves. But who knows how much of that they wanted him to do? You know, because what have they used it for? All that. It's all been turned on us, hasn't it? So I don't know. I don't really know. I do feel like he's controlled opposition 100% at this point, and I'm scared of what I see because right when everybody needs to be fighting the most, doing the most to get involved and active, they're going to get distracted with this and, and, and go with that hero complex stuff, and it worries me. So as long as they're keeping the personal ownership in their lives, getting involved locally in their communities and state level, go pay attention to that if you want. But please pay attention to your regular life too. 
you know, entertainment's fine. Lori says she's not impressed by Dave Chappelle. It's all of us who don't have multi-millions to fight, still fighting. You're not impressed by somebody putting their career at risk that stands to make that much money? Do you understand? How can you not be impressed with that? Dave Chappelle is an artist that has been lucky enough to live his life in his art. I admire that. It takes a lot of strength and courage and self-belief just to do that. But impressed with him. Uh, the first stand, I'm, I got to kind of side with you because he was just doing that for his own personal integrity and the integrity of his work. And it was getting corrupted by all these influences. And he pulled away from the system, this evil system, because it was corrupting his gift. He's brilliant. So he pulled away for that reason. But right now, you know, the stand he's taking, I, I wasn't referencing the 50 million to make any other point other than this guy's kind of doing the same thing for reasons, you know, principles. Anyways, right now he's also making a stand and, and donated about 40 minutes of his latest special to the trans community, left it right at their doorstep, a nicely wrapped gift. And they don't even know what's in it because they didn't look and they're shitting on it. And it's beautiful, beautiful piece of art. So I don't know. I agree in a way that they have a nice life and little people fighting kind of means something because we have so much to risk. We have so little, but risking a lot also means something too, don't it? You know, risking stuff, it, it all has value. John says it doesn't matter. People are wrong to celebrate their wrongs as rights to make it wrong or is to make it wrong. What's wrong with being responsible? You're just trying to be politically correct, which is definitely not the way I'm never going to go. Have a nice day. I'm gone. No one cares. This is not an airport. You do not need to announce your departure. And you obviously weren't listening to me. I hope you weren't talking to me because that's not what I said. Hopefully you were talking to somebody else. I don't know. But when people announce they're leaving, I always think that's silly. Leaving a conversation, especially online, no one gives a shit. Like if you're in the comment section and you're done with that comment section, just move on. You don't have to let anybody know you left. Nobody cares. You know what I mean? Nobody. Danielle says he liked, she liked, uh, rather, she liked Trump's focus on Pedalgate, the child trafficking, sex trafficking, human trafficking, the border, fake news. I liked the last shit about Trump. I did. But a lot of that's being used against us now, isn't it? It's been twisted and turned around and steered at us. So it was good. It was, it was nice. And I liked that. But, you know, I'm talking about stopping real things like their plan, the agenda, the one that goes forward, no matter who's president or who's in charge or what government either, or what country's on top, the main agenda moves forward. And that did that as it always does. So for that one reason, I got to say he's on their team. And Paul says it pretty well right there. It's the same team, different uniforms, uh, two wings, same bird, another way to say it. They all work for the same people in the end. And they're not going to cross them because what happens when they do? What happened to Kennedy? You know, that's what happens when you stand against these people. They're psychopaths. They're evil. They don't have the same thoughts or morals or any of that as you. Concerns. None of that bothers them. They'll do unspeakable things that you would never do because you don't think like them. George says he had no choice, but he claims he would not mandate it. Not sure what to think. You guys are having your own conversation. This is hard to follow. So I may owe John an apology. Daniel says, I think controlling our children is their plan. Absolutely, that's their plan. They've been trying to destroy the family for a very, very long time. This is a satanic Luciferian agenda. It's laid out point by point. It's all out there for us to see. They want to destroy the family. They want to destroy these bonds. They want to destroy all these connections that you have. They want to destroy love, hope, 
all of it, information, every aspect. That's how I know this is an evil system, you know, just by what they're doing. Like it reminds me of Paul Harvey's If I Was Satan, what he would do if he was Satan. Have you ever heard that? It's great. He goes on about everything that he would do if he was Satan you know, to rule this world. And it's everything that's happening right now. Or you could look at the bylaws of Lucius Trust one by one. All of it's happening right now. Every fucking secret society that this web is connected by, all of them have a Luciferian police system. It's evil agenda what's happening. And they don't think of you as people. And they, they don't care about you. And they don't care about what you care about. And they distract us with that shit. And nobody should blame themselves for being distracted or misinformed. It's not your fault. It really isn't. Anytime you start coming around is great. And there's a lot to learn once you do. So it's hard to accept. You know, you can't go all the way to the last step. You know, you go mad. Who can handle that? Think of everything you've learned along this journey. Who could handle all that all at once? It's a lot to come to terms with. So I want to help people. I want to lead them. You know, I'm not going to just shit on people for no reason. I want to guide them. That's what we're about here. And if it can be destroyed by the truth that deserves to be, and we're just going to try to be as honest and forthright as we can and help steer the conversation towards positivity and growth. That's what we're going to do. Because they care about control, but we need to care about that too. We can do this. It doesn't take that many of us standing united to stop this. Like 3%. If we could just stand together against it, be the louder voice, we can make it stop. And that's true. So that's all we got to do. We have way more than enough people aware of what's going on. The part we never get right and we need to really work on trying to do better at is uniting them, getting them to come together and fight together. Not exactly doing the same thing or even on the same team or wearing the same jersey, but fighting together, you know, at the core level. Our agenda to defeat the evil. These parasites that are sucking humanity dry. Them. We all are against them. Doesn't matter your political views, your stance on any particular issue. They are your enemy. And until they're dealt with, none of that other stuff matters anyway. So we got to do first things first, right? Maybe things aren't as bad as I think they are. But, you know, it could get where I think it's going if we don't take ownership and control of it. So that's what we do. That's what we talk about. And tomorrow we're going to talk about working on us. Motivation night. That's a big, important night here. And our 400th episode falls on a motivation night. So it's going to be really good that we get to celebrate this show and the positive aspects of this show while we celebrate the show. Because I really think this show does do a lot of good. Helps people. And these conversations, even though it turns a lot of people off, it's good. It really is, you know. And even though it's been slow going... Because we turn so many people off and offend so many people, it's worth it. Because the group we have now, the family we have now here, can't touch that. It's priceless. So we're ready for where we're going. And we have a great family here to bring people into. And everything we've built here is great. And I'm going to be really happy to celebrate that with you guys. All that we've built and where we're going on October 26th. So make sure you come back for that. And the morning ink tomorrow, don't miss that. You do not want to miss out on a yank because you never know how many more of those there'll be. And they're so special and precious and you can't be late. So I know maybe you're at work at 10 a.m. Come late. Lolly says, what you keep sniggering about Cletus? What's Babel's doing just off camera? 
I don't know. She's watching the show. She's got headphones on. Are you watching the show or are you watching something else? You want me to tell them what you just did? Because that was that was insane what you just did. That was ridiculous. You're not watching this show? I am. Mm. Oh, she's peeping out. That's what she's doing. She's laughing. You almost have said something funny. Aaron says constructive criticism is rude and crude. Get buck and hop on this wild ride called life. Constructive criticism is necessary. You know, difficult conversations are necessary. You got to do that. You got to do that. You're not doing anything that means anything. How are you going to grow and change without confronting these things, dealing with them, and learning to at least find common ground on stuff? You know, you got to do that. We got to work together. We are one, you know. Aaron says, as the main and only provider for mine, it's better to die than to forfeit my autonomy. What I allow will destroy my children. We are responsible for this life. We have to take ownership and responsibility of it. And our children will pay the price. Our grandchildren will pay the price for everything we don't fight back against and everything that we allow. So we have to do our best, man. That's our job. Anyone that doesn't think so, that's fine. But you're not on the same team as me. We're not doing the same thing. You know, we have different missions. And like I said, I'll look away. That's fine. As long as at your heart, you want to fight the evil, do it your way. Whatever works for you. I'm just not doing the same thing. That's all. We have different views. Gerard says the only good thing that came out of this pandemic is who your real friends are. Finding out who you can really count on and who's really important in, in these connections that you've built and, and the ones that are really strong. And anytime you're able to test that stuff, that's great. And you do that by having these conversations too, challenging discussions. I got lots of friends I don't agree with. I got one friend I don't agree with about nothing. He always disagrees with me. We have great conversations. We don't ever change each other's mind, but it's great. It's fun. I like disagreeing. I like passionate discussions too. We had a passionate discussion on Danielle's show. It was awesome. I like that. That's how you make progress. That's how you get things done. Paul says being a truther is like being a Detroit Lions fan. Every time we think we're making headway, one of our players fumbles the ball for a touchdown, spike ball and all. Man, look, we're fighting against something that's thousands of years old. This system is designed to enslave and control us. It is like a fucking scalpel. It's so precise, like a laser. You, you can't tear that down in a short period of time. We got to be realistic and patient with these people that are trying to fight. They're doing their best. They're doing God's work. They're fighting the evil. So, you know, don't judge them. Help them if you can or... Walk away if it ain't for you, but see the value in it. At least realize it's valuable and good. And anything positive helps us because we got to raise the vibration. There's so much negativity pushing down on everybody. We got to be the positivity. We got to inform people. We got to educate them. There's so much against them, so much propaganda, so much misinformation. So many people telling them the wrong things to do. We have to help lead them and guide them and inform them, teach them, show them where to get information. While you still can, while we still have these computers in our pocket and this wealth of information, because that can all go away. So we have to do that. We have to take responsibility for that. We have to lead that. We have to do all those things. And that's what we focus on here. And tomorrow we'll be focusing on how to better yourself, how to work on yourself, strengthen yourself and your core so you can better fight everything and better deal with everything in life. You know, prepare you for this world, which 
is full of evil, but doesn't have to be. You know, it, it really isn't even. It's just that's what's exposed. That's what has a camera pointed at it. And we know that. So why can't we just expose the truth by being louder than the cattle, outshining the propaganda and mostly just the people? The stupid people that we've allowed to run wild and spread ignorance and repeat nonsense from the television and vote and, and you know, participate in polls and shit and help them sell this agenda. We have to inform those people and teach them or at least silence them. You know, if you're helping the evil system, I'm not for protecting that. But if you're trying to fight evil, I'm for helping you try to do it, you know, in any way I can help or just walking away and letting you work. Because that's what we got to do. We got to fight this and stop it. So thank you guys so much for hanging out tonight at the show. I had a great time with you. And I can't wait to see you all again at the Yank in the morning. Because I know you're coming. Maybe you're calling into work. You're taking a vacation day. I know you're going to check it out. And uh, I see Paul. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And then tomorrow night for motivation. So all that's coming up. You guys have a great night. Enjoy the rest of it. And I'll see you here tomorrow.